As Earth Keepers, we hold wisdom about our planet within our bodies learned through lifetimes of experience on Earth and throughout the cosmos. I'm Amy Dempster, a shamanic practitioner and your host for the Earth Keepers podcast, and I'm on a journey to reconnect with my soul family, the other Earth Keepers, grid workers, portal tenders, land stewards, and nature lovers around the world. On this podcast, you won't find gurus or dogma, just a safe space where I share personal stories from my spiritual journey. Welcome back to this week's episode of the Earth Keepers podcast. Over the past few weeks, we've been doing a deeper dive on the mechanics of doing healing work, either for yourself or with the land. And when I tuned into the energy of 2021 at the beginning of January and asked my guides what would be the most important to share with you these first few months of the year, they told me it was important to go even deeper into vibration and frequency. They said that our bodies are shifting and changing, so we'll be needing new levels of energy management. Our practices will have to evolve and upgrade, and we're not the only ones changing. Everything is evolving and upgrading. The entire earth is functioning in a new frequency, which means that everything of the earth has evolved too. Crystals, water, trees, plants, everything is shifting to a new frequency, which means we can find new ways of working with them. The stories that we've held around certain crystals doing certain things, for instance, like rose quartz working with your heart, can be greatly expanded. It may well still do that, but it probably has a whole lot else it can do now, too. So, Rather than looking at an outdated article online or an old reference book, hold that crystal to your heart and ask how it wants to work with you now. You might be surprised at how its energy has up-leveled in the past year too. This also goes for trees and plants, but I'm digressing a bit from what I actually want to talk about today, which is why we need our emotions for the ascension process and how exactly we stimulate and move energy through our bodies to assist us in shifting to higher vibrational states. Before I get to that, though, I want to do a quick review on the mechanics of how our bodies work with Earth and nature. If you want an in-depth explanation, go back and listen to Episode 5, Exchanging Form for Frequency. The short version is that your body is not actually solid. You're a vibrating ball of energy, and so is the Earth. It vibrates at a gentle pulse of 7.83 hertz, which is referred to as the Schumann resonance. Our bodies naturally resonate with this frequency. It's why we feel so good when we're outside in nature. And this resonance is a scientific phenomena in which our electromagnetic field finds resonance with any other electromagnetic field in our proximity. So when you're in the vicinity of a sick person whose vibration is lower than yours due to their illness, both of your energy fields reach out to each other and attempt to find a harmonious middle ground. That means your vibration gets pulled down and theirs gets pulled up until you find a resonant place somewhere in the middle. 
your body really is like a sensitive antenna, picking up all kinds of frequencies in your environment. So the more often you can get yourself in the proximity of anyone vibrating at a higher frequency than you, you benefit by your vibration automatically lifting to find resonance with that higher frequency. I'll bet you can think of somebody you know right off the top of your head that you just love being around because they make you feel so good. You're not imagining that. You're getting a healing boost from them. And let me tell you a little secret. I hope you're getting a boost when you listen to this podcast. Because before I hit record, I get myself into the highest frequency place that I can and then intentionally transmit that to you while you listen. The stories are here for your entertainment and maybe a little education, but the real point of this podcast is to transmit a healing frequency to anyone who wants to accept it. But you still have free will. You can kick it back if you don't want it. But I send it with the very best intention of the pure and true organic ascension. So I hope it feels as good to you as it does to me. Now, outside of people who can boost our vibe, there are other things that can help us with this too. Crystals, trees, plants, water, and sound are some of the easiest ones to work with. And that's because all of nature vibrates at a higher frequency than our human bodies do. When we're healthy, our natural frequency is between 62 and 78 hertz. Viruses like colds and flu will be able to take hold in our body when we drop to around 57 to 60 hertz. Cancer can begin around 42 hertz, and the process of death begins when we drop to 25 hertz. So you see how important it is to our physical bodies to keep our vibration as high as possible. Things that help us do that are eating fresh, whole foods, drinking plenty of water, and getting outside into nature. Even thinking positive thoughts will raise your frequency as high as 78 hertz and meditation will increase it as high as 83 hertz. But my very favorite way of raising my vibration in a matter of seconds is to use essential oils. The distilled oil from herbs, trees, and plants when inhaled or applied to our bodies instantly pulls our vibration up to find resonance with that tree or plant. Put a drop of oil on your crown chakra and whoosh, you will feel your mood shift in an instant. Because if we're naturally somewhere in the 62 to 78 hertz range, and even with meditation can get as high as 83, lavender essential oil, for instance, has a hertz of 118. Frankincense is 147 hertz and rose is 320 hertz. Those are some seriously high vibes. And just one side note, not every essential oil you'll find at the grocery store or home goods can do this for you. Sadly, there are few, if any, regulations about the labeling of essential oils in the United States and many other countries. Companies can put the tiniest amount of oil in the bottle and then add fillers, water, sometimes even synthetic fragrance and chemicals and label it as pure and therapeutic. So if you want your oils to actually work, you want them to be the highest quality you can get. Do your research on the company who's making your oils. If they don't share their process for sourcing and processing the plants, then you just can't be sure what's in the bottle. 
Never mind the fact that plants that aren't handled or sourced properly, that feel completely disrespected in the process, will not be vibrating at a high frequency and won't be able to help you. When these powerful plants are worked with in partnership, they'll show you far more benefits than just helping you to stay in a healthy frequency range. When you shift to a higher frequency than your natural frequency, any stuck, old, dense energy that's hanging out in your body that doesn't resonate at that new frequency will begin to be dislodged for you to release. This is the same thing that happens when the Schumann resonance has a spike. The Earth's vibration hits your vibration and shakes things loose. This may result in some aches and pains, or you may feel like you need to cry or take a nap. Energy is being moved through your body and you're being pushed to release it. It happens spontaneously, but we can also choose to move energy through our body on our own schedule. But let's back up. Why exactly would we choose to go hunting around for old, stuck energy in our bodies in the first place? Why on earth would we want to stir up potentially painful emotions if they're not actively bothering us? Or maybe you just don't even know that they're there at all. Well, let me tell you. Our emotions are key to the entire ascension process. We need our emotions in order to comprehend the non-physical. In fact, that's why our emotions have been so controlled and manipulated in our culture for generations. We've been told to be afraid of our emotions or the emotions of others and that showing emotion makes us weak or powerless. Why? Because when we are in touch with our emotions, we are connected to all that is. We will find our true power as embodied human beings. And let's be honest, it's been in the best interest of those in power for thousands of years to make sure we didn't know how powerful we are. When you're not afraid of your feelings and emotions and can move through them without judging them and really allow yourself to feel them, you'll find that it's your feelings that actually carry you into other realities outside of just the one you're currently aware of. But if there's one thing I've seen really clearly over the past year, It's the purposeful manipulation of our collective feelings and emotions. And rarely is it being used to help us feel more empowered. All of the mass messaging is meant to stoke our fear and leave us feeling powerless. And going back to our discussion on Hertz, the frequency of fear resonates somewhere between 17 and 27 Hertz. At that frequency, Fear is literally sucking your life force from your body. At the very least, it's going to take your normal healthy frequency and dip it down low enough to be susceptible to a virus. Go figure. So the more we shut down, numb, and ignore our emotions, the more we're limiting our own awakening process. We have to make this shift through our emotions without trying to skip over or go around them. That means when something is activated in our feeling center that makes us feel pain or discomfort, instead of pushing it away, we need to be curious about it. What is this emotion trying to show me? 
Can I have compassion for myself and my experiences? Can I feel my way through without getting stuck there? Can I ask myself why I believe the pain is there at all and what purpose it serves? As we start working with our emotions in this way, we can begin to trust ourselves and our feelings on a much deeper level and experience them without judging them. Each one of us that does this work begins to open up new avenues of consciousness, not just for ourselves, but for all of humanity. We're opening pathways for higher frequencies and light codes to come onto our planet and anchor into our bodies. This will then begin to activate our dormant DNA strands, which will help us fully connect with our multidimensional reality. Make sense? So now, how can we find these pockets of emotions that we've stored deep in our bodies hoping we would never have to see again? That brings us back to essential oils. There's probably some other ways to accomplish this too, but if you want to bypass your logical brain and get down to business on this ascension journey, oils are the simplest way I've found to do it. I had a major aha moment about it when I learned how our feelings are the key to our evolution, and then realized that Young Living has a set of oils they call the Feelings Kit that are meant to be used twice a day for a month, along with some specific affirmations to release stored emotions in the body. It's funny, because the longer I've worked with oils from Young Living, the more obvious it is to me that the specific oil blends, in particular, had to have been channeled. There's just no way that Gary Young randomly decided to put a handful of oils together, call it something like release, and then it actually works to release energy. Not only can you feel energy release when you put that oil on your body, I made a video for the Earth Tenders Academy about how I use the oil after doing energy work to release any remnants of energy that might be stuck in my field and then shake my hands out with the intention of any energy that's not mine or I no longer need can be sent back to source. As soon as I shake my hands in that video, you can very clearly see an orb fly off my hand and out of the screen. No kidding. The stuff works. And why exactly do they work? Because smell accesses the limbic system of the brain, which is where our emotions actually live in our bodies. Sesquiterpenes, which are found in very high levels of essential oils, will increase oxygen in the limbic system which in turn unlocks our DNA and allows emotions to be released from our cellular memory. A study at New York University even proved that the amygdala gland, which is the gland in the limbic system that stores and releases trauma in the body, doesn't respond to sight, sound, or touch. It only releases emotional trauma through the sense of smell. So our emotions are stored in our physical body, but our feelings are taken in through our chakras or energy channels and then fed into the meridian system that runs throughout our body. Since each of our organs vibrates at its own frequency, just like an emotion, emotions will settle into an area in the body with a corresponding frequency. You may have heard, for instance, that anger is stored in the liver. This is how that works. The vibration of anger vibrates at a similar frequency as the liver does. So essential oils raise the frequency of our entire body, 
unlocking those stored emotions that vibrate at a lower frequency, more or less pushing them to be released as they can no longer resonate with the new frequency in our body. Pretty cool, right? So here's how this energy gets locked into our body to begin with. First, emotional energy that gets generated during a trauma enters the body, and if it can't be released at that time, it gets stored in an organ or gland with the same vibrational energy. Then the memory of the trauma gets stored in the limbic system of the brain, which is the seat of the emotions. Then our minds create a belief and attach it to the emotional memory already stored away in the limbic system of the brain. And finally, the emotional response to the trauma gets stored in the cellular memory of our body and becomes an automatic response for us. That automatic response will play out to similar triggers over and over again, even if we have learned and grown since the original trauma and no longer need the emotional response. The body continues to hold emotional patterns regardless of our conscious awareness. It will hold blocked energy and is an indicator of unresolved emotional issues. This is why sometimes when we begin to process our emotions, we end up with physical pain. Our joints ache, we throw our back out, our stomach or our head hurts. Nobody said this whole ascension thing was going to be easy. However, I've found that doing this clearing work with essential oils is about as gentle of a process as you're going to get when moving stuck emotional energy. These beautiful plants will hold you and support you through the process. Often the changes are subtle because our body can release the programming in the same way it was created, one step at a time. By the way, much of this information comes from the book Releasing Emotional Patterns with Essential Oils. I'll link to it in the show notes in case you really want to dive deeper into working with oils this way. Okay, so now that you know how our physical, emotional, and spiritual bodies are linked together, how exactly do we get energy to move and be released from our bodies in a deliberate way? I suggest starting with Young Living's Feelings Kit. It includes six oil blends that you will apply to your body twice a day with an affirmation. The entire protocol takes less than five minutes a day, and honestly, is all you need to get that stored energy moving. You apply valor to the soles of your feet and say, I'm ready to transform my life. Next, you apply harmony to each of your chakras and say, I am open to give and receive love. After that, put a drop of forgiveness around your navel and say, I forgive myself and others for past mistakes. Then put release over your liver and say, I release all negativity from my body. Next, Put present time on your wrists and around your ears and say, I let go of my past. Inner child goes under your nose while saying, my authentic self is enough. And finally, you apply valor to the soles of your feet one more time while saying again, I am ready to transform my life. That's it. You do it twice a day for 30 days. But If you want to be a bit more intentional about it and also help the energy and emotions come to the surface to be released even easier, I suggest a few more things that will help you do that. First, and always, listen to your intuition. When you feel emotion shifting, pause and tune into your body. What do you most need right now? A bath, a nap, something to eat? 
a guided meditation might help, a breathwork session, or even a sound bath could get that energy moving. Body work is also incredibly important as you're working on emotions that are stored in the physical. Plan for a massage somewhere in the middle of your 30-day protocol. It will help to restore some of those broken connections between your physical body and your emotional body. You may even have a physical or emotional release during the massage. Just go with it and let it flow. You're also going to want to stay as hydrated as possible through this journey. Water helps conduct energy in your body and helps flush out toxins that are stored in your organs and cells. A bath, shower, or jump in the lake can be equally soothing and help release stagnant energy. Dancing, singing, and crying are also forms of energetic release. Get your body moving and don't be afraid to cry or even laugh your way through it if you need to. Remember, you're learning how to embrace your emotions because you need them for the ascension process. I also highly suggest journaling to help you integrate what you're experiencing and learning through the process. When we take the things that are in our head and get them down on paper, we're helping to ground them into reality. And finally, find a gratitude exercise that you enjoy. Whether you do that in your journal or text five things you're grateful for each day to a friend, it's a great habit to cultivate. Because remember, gratitude is also a frequency, a very high frequency. Young Living actually has an oil called gratitude. So I put a roller top on it. And when I get dressed in the morning, I roll it on over my heart and say the things I'm grateful for out loud in the mirror. It only takes a few minutes, but sets the tone as I begin my day. All right, do I have you excited about moving energy in your body yet? I've done the feelings kit protocol at least three times now, maybe four. And I notice that about once a year, it starts to call to me. When I start thinking about it, I know it's my nudge there to tell me that there's more that's ready to be released. And my experience has been different every time. Sometimes it's gentle and shows me how I can tap into greater levels of joy and happiness. Sometimes it brings up long forgotten memories in a way that lets me see them, acknowledge what I learned from them, and then easily let them go. Sometimes there's a period of time where I feel like beating myself up for every stupid thing I've ever said and done in my life. And other times I've had days where I just sit in the bathtub and cry for no specific reason. So I'm not going to lie to you and tell you this is all going to be sunshine and roses, but you will be surprised at how much can shift in both your inner and outer life in a period of just a few weeks. I did it last year, starting on February 22nd and wrapping up in mid-March. The first week of quarantine was the last week of my feelings kit journey last year. It was pretty incredible timing that I was guided to. And under the circumstances, I was about as calm and connected to my emotions as I could be at that exact moment of time. So here we are a year later, and I'm feeling called back to it again. And let's be honest. We probably all have a lot of emotions we've been locking away or ignoring or numbing ourselves to from the past year, never mind all the years before. So I'll be picking a time in the next few weeks to dive back in and, and see what the feelings kit holds for me now. If you'd like to do the same, I will add a link in the show notes so you can order a kit for yourself. 
If you're already on my Young Living team or if you order your kit with my member number, I'll give you $15 back after you place your order. Just screenshot your order confirmation and message it to me and I'll PayPal you the $15. Use it however you want, but might I suggest some candles, Epsom salts, and maybe a bottle of lavender to make those crying in the tub sessions just a bit more comforting. And remember, I'll be right there with you. Well, not in the tub with you, of course, but right there with you as we move and process that old, dense energy, get in touch with our emotions, and shift into these new and higher levels of frequency flooding into the earth right now. I know we can do it. Okay, that's it for this week's episode of the Earth Keepers podcast. If you want to learn even more about how to integrate essential oils into your spiritual practice, I include an entire bonus module when you join the Earth Tenders Academy on deepening your spiritual practice with essential oils. It includes all kinds of daily practices, protocols, and suggestions to work with these powerful plants to upgrade your meditations, channeling sessions, intuitive readings, and more. There's a link to learn more in the show notes. And I'll see you right back here next Tuesday. Thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to the Earth Keepers podcast. I'm so honored to share this journey with you. I would love it if you join me and other Earth Keepers from around the world in the Following Hawks Earth Keepers community on Facebook. To find the show notes, additional resources, or learn more about working with me, go to earthkeeperspodcast.com. Until next time, I'll see you in the multiverse.